Welcome, everyone. Coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening. This is Off the Cuff. Unfortunately, my co-host Nellie could not be here with us tonight. She is in Louisville, um, out advertising for the show, which she should be. No, I'm kidding. Nellie is um, with her friends, uh, celebrating her birthday. I feel like Nellie celebrates her birthday like every weekend since she's had it, but she's she's out doing that. But uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm kind of doing the show solo, and we have a big show here for you uh, tonight. So uh, good job on tuning in because it's going to be interesting. But before we get started, um, somebody was uh, – I told you guys on the last episode that I was going to tell you about the craziest dream that I ever had. So basically the dream was I, I was running from somebody who was trying to kill me. And this person was chasing after me in this you know, when you're in a dream, you're running really, really slow. So I'm running from this person. They're trying to kill me, and I'm running as fast as I can. And I see at the top of a hill, there's a Coca-Cola machine. So I run to the top of the hill, and I uh, see that the Coca-Cola machine's door to the machine is opened. It's cracked a little bit. So I get into the Coke machine, and I close the door in this Coke machine. And the killer comes up to the Coke machine, And he puts in a quarter, and I roll out the bottom. So then I woke up. So, like, it was the craziest thing ever. But that that was my dream. I woke up in a code sweat, and uh, I was like, man, Adam, you really need to lay off some of the things that you do. But, ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest on the show um, tonight. He goes by the name of Kevin Jamal Woods. You guys might know him. From the hit movie back in 1994, he played Stymie in The Little Rascals. Yes, and yes. Yeah, so let me tell you something about this kid. When I when I uh, looked for him, um, I found him on Twitter, reached out to him. He said he was going to do the show, and he he agrees to do it. And I have him on the telephone. He's living in Dallas, Texas. So. Let's go ahead and bring him on the show. Kevin, man, what's up? Thank you for being here, buddy. Well, hello, and thank you for having me. I'm actually pretty flattered that someone actually reached out to me to be on something on the air. It's been like like a decade or so since I've been on the air with anything. So this is great. Thank you. Hey, man, not a problem. Not a problem, man. Uh, it was It's crazy. When I posted on Facebook that I was going to have you on the show, so many people started commenting uh, questions that I, they wanted me to ask you. So I'm going to get to some of the fan questions a little bit later, but okay. I just want to ask you just some questions while I have you here. Um, <clears throat> so just tell me this, Kevin. Uh, how did you get started, or what made you want to get started in the uh, acting industry? Well, actually, I mean, I, I actually started off being a, like a model. Like, you know, for like the Sears and Jersey Tooney catalogs and stuff like that, I've yeah. been like print ads. Really? And, um, mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't like have a, a desire to get into it. I was actually at the store with my mother one day, and um, I was like, I think I've been like two years old, and this lady came up to me and was asking, you know, a whole bunch of questions, and I was really eloquent for a two-year-old. So <laughs> she told my mom that I had a lot of hook spots and gave her like the phone number to an agency. And I went and interviewed with the agency, and they signed me, and that's how I did the print ads. And from the print ads, I got, like, a few commercials, because they put me out on auditions for those things. And then uh, from the commercials, I got my first audition for a movie, uh, which was A Perfect World, 
what Kevin Cosner and Clint Eastwood. And that was like the year before I did Little Rascal. And then after that movie, I auditioned again and got Little Rascal. Oh man, that's awesome! And you know, people that are, uh, especially our age, you're 28 years old. I'm 27. We grew up in the 90s, and uh, for me, there's there's yeah, still the and stuff. yeah, absolutely. And for me, the 90s <laughs> was like the best time for movies, and um, it, it's just fitting that the Little Rascals come come out in 1994. Um, you know. As a child actor and the success of the movie, The Little Rascals, were you being treated any differently like when you went to school after after doing a, a big movie like that? Um, yes and no. Because before I went to do the movie, you know, all of my friends knew that I was in that kind of industry because I had done uh, that other movie. Um, but afterward, yeah, I found people that I knew later that didn't know me that found out that I was in the movie. Right. I mean, they would try to be all buddy-buddy. But even now, like, I won't introduce myself as being the kid from the Little Rascals. I never leave with that. Um, I want people to enjoy me for being me first, get to know the real Kevin, and then they'll usually find out because they say I look familiar. And <laughs> I mean, I look the exact same. I haven't changed really at all. I'm still short and my lips are still big and my eyes are still huge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's 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 um, not surprising at all that people uh, that you would have no problem finding friends because even if you uh, was never on the Little Rascals, because just the short time that I've um, gotten to know you just over the last couple of days texting you and uh, just talking with you on the phone, uh, you're you're one funny guy, man. So you're you have a bright future ahead of you. You really do. Oh, well, thank you. It, it's it's no pr- it's no problem at all, man. So the people from the uh, cast of Little Rascals, do you still keep in contact with any of the uh, former uh, castmates that you were in there with? Um, kind of. Like, okay, so as you know, we did that twenty year reunion thing. Um, that's like online at twenty two vision dot com. You can see it. Um, but uh, we did that like last August, and that was the first time in like at least. 15 years? Yeah. No, like 20 years. Uh, Not 20, but 10 years that I had seen um, a couple of the other cast members, like Spanky, the guy who played Spanky, uh, Travis Tedford and I, we used to be really cool, but that was back when I lived in California. And then when we both moved back to Texas, we moved to different parts of Texas. So we hadn't really seen each other since like 2000. So it was kind of cool to reconnect with everyone then. Um, But now that we're back in you know, the real world, um, Twitter and Facebook is really how I've kept up with the rest of the cast members. Yeah, it's... I mean, we all, we're all kind of got our own lives now, so it's, it's kind of difficult to reconnect, but I still follow everyone because they all seem to be doing interesting things. Oh, yeah, man. Um, it, that, that's really cool. So, like, um, other than, uh, when, after The Little Rascals, you went on and you did uh, a few, a, some more big productions. Uh, your, your last major production, it was called TheBrainiacs.com, and you played a character named Danny back in the year 2000. And I was watching it on YouTube, man, and it was hilarious. You were There was a scene where you... You and this other kid was trying to get into the door, and you were, like, trying to break into this door with this spike. I don't know. You were, like, twirling it around, and then the front door was open the whole time, and you're just like, oh, okay, well... <laughs> 
Hell yeah. That was when I was trying to be like Batman and use like a fake grappling hook that we made. Yeah. Out of like a, a, a destroyed umbrella. That was fun. That whole movie was fun. I mean, it, it didn't take very long to shoot. Like, Little Rascals took like three months, like three or four months to shoot. But this movie took like all of a month for the whole thing. It was great, though. Yeah. I had a really good time. There was like a food fight scene in there, and I'd never been in a food fight before. And we got to like throw mashed potatoes and corn. Nice, nice. Uh, is it is it really <clears throat> is it hard remembering your lines? Do you have to like I've I've never been in a movie, so I've, I'm kind of just curious about the process. Do you have to learn all of your lines before you actually start filming, or do you is there enough breaks to where you can go read your lines and then you go out and you shoot them, or do you pretty much have to be prepared for the entire movie when you start shooting the movie? Well, the good thing about, like, movies as opposed to, like, theater, like, you know, in, like, a play, you have to know, like, your whole lines from start to finish because you're going to do the whole production at one time. Right. Whereas, like, with a movie, you can kind of juice your way through it um, because they tell you what you're going to shoot the night before right. or the day before, rather. They give you, like, what they call sides, which is just basically pieces of the script um, that you're going to have to know for the next day or whatever scene they're going to shoot. So... I used to just memorize my lines the night before I would go shoot whatever it was for the next day. And then the next day would come and boom, I'd already know what I need to say, go out there and shoot it, and they wouldn't have to worry about me. Usually, I would know everyone else's lines too because that's just how the way that me and my mom used to rehearse them at home. Like, she would say someone else's lines and then I would do my own. And so whenever I would go out to do a scene, I would know someone else's line. And when they would mess up, I'd be like, no, their line is this. And I say this. (laughs) <laughs> but um, it, it's a lot easier to be in a movie if you can memorize lines because they tell they basically tell you what you need to know. It's kind of like cramming for a test. Right. Yes, I know all about that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you so, learn everything you need to know the night before, and then you go do it, and then you can forget it because we're not going to go back and shoot it again. Dude, I, I definitely am the king of cram. That's for sure. So, like, if you if you see like any of your TV shows, or if you see your any of your movies on TV, and you're just scrolling through the TV, do you stop and you watch them, or do you just like, oh, I've seen this a billion times, I don't feel like watching it anymore? Um, to be honest, I don't ever like you know when Little Rascals comes on on television, I'm never in a place to actually watch it. Like, I get a whole bunch of text messages or a whole bunch of, like, Facebook kids saying, your movie was on or your movie is on. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I didn't see it. <laughs> like, I never I, I never happened to come across it. I'm probably because I'm not, like, being, like, Brad Pitt. I'm sure he gets sick of seeing himself all the time. All right. I don't. Because, <laughs> like, Little Rascals is, like, the only movie that ever comes on television that I can see. Like, I've never seen a regular, I mean, a, a rerun of Blossom that I was on. It's always been, like, from the earlier seasons, but I was on the last season of Block, so you, I've never seen a, re- a rerun that I've been on, but... You know, wait. I think that was sitting watching. Were you for real on Blossom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I played... You did Frank. not play Frank. You did not play Frank. Please tell me that was not you. Uh, no! I did not even know that! Oh, you know, you know the character? <laughs> yes! Dude, like, my thing is this. Like, Blossom, like... First of all, screw the Big Bang Theory. Uh, uh, the uh, Amy Farrah Fowler, she she is no, she's Blossom. Like when I when I see that show, I'm like, that, right. that's Blossom. Like that's not Amy Farrah Fowler. Like, and I guess you know we're '90s kids, so we know right. that um, 
what was her name? Mia Bialik. Yes, yes, dude. She was such a, like, she was definitely, like, she had 90s written all over her, man. Like, what was it like yeah, working with, with her? Yeah, and, and the jeans and stuff. <laughs> I, love, I, was, I love her. She's, um, she's always been Between movies and TV, what would you prefer doing? Um, hmm. Okay, if I had to pick between movies and TV, I guess I would pick TV because <laughs> it's steady work. You know, if you're getting the rating. Um, movies are cool, but once the production's over, the production's over, and then you have to go find more work. TV. If it's a good show, it'll last forever, which means the checks keep coming in. Hello, and that's what I like. Yeah, I think I would take TV. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you get put in syndication, like Friends, for instance, or The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Please tell me you watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Of course. I watch them both. Right, okay, so like, you know, those shows are on all the time, so they're getting checks. Every time that show is being put on TV, like, they're getting a check in the mail. That That's awesome. So, what have you, what have you been up to since, um, since doing your movies? What are, what are some things that you, that you do, uh, to make your living, or, or what are some of the things you do in your spare time, like, as hobbies? Oh, okay. These are, like, four questions in one. <laughs> um, so, when I, I stopped acting in, like, 2000, 2001-ish, uh, I decided to go to high school and be a regular kid, which was a mistake. I should have just kept acting. But I went to high school, and I uh, graduated. And from there, um, while I was in high school, I was in the marching band, and I learned how to play the tuba. So I got a, um academic scholarship, actually, to go to college. And so I went to school at the Bethune-Cookman University in Daytona Beach, Florida, um, where I also had a band scholarship to play tuba. So I was in the marching band for like four years there, and I majored in mass communications as well, uh, with a focus in broadcast journalism. I interned at a Fox affiliate here in Dallas, yeah. And there was just a lot of um, there was a lot of depth I had to see. I think we I went out on like six different like interviews, well not interviews, like locations that were because of somebody dying. And I was like, well, good lord, this is if this is what I have to look forward to in the news, then I don't know if I want to be a reporter. So um, when I got back to school and finished my last year, like, I, didn't, I quite didn't know what I wanted to do after I finished, um, which probably should have gone to grad school, but I was sick of school, so I didn't go. Um, I just uh, came back home, and um, I moved to Atlanta just to, because I had a wander left, and um, I hated it there, and it wasn't like I wanted it to be, because I didn't get a job at CNN. So I moved back home to Texas, and now I work for uh, a, a media market research firm, uh, which is world-renowned. I work for Nielsen, uh, the people that do all of the ratings for all of the TV shows and right. radio stations and stuff. Yes. And um, I talk on the phone all day, so I kind of hate it. Can you slide in a good word for off the cuff? Can you be like, hey, check this out? <laughs> 
Oh, well, no. Actually, no, I can't. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I mean, the job is, is, is in my field, so I'm, I'm going to stick with it. But I don't know if I really like it because I really hate talking on the phone um, to people that I don't know, not talking about you. I'm talking like, <laughs> to people that I have to, like, solicit to. Like, I don't, I don't like really doing that. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm invading their home and their time and space even though I'm getting paid for it, so uh, I'll do it anyway. Uh, but for hobby, I play a lot of PlayStation. Um, yeah. Destiny is my game right now, shooting up a bunch of aliens and, you know, taking names. <laughs> and um, let me see, what else do I do? And I also, like, make music for fun um, because I've been playing piano since I was four. Oh, cool, man. I play the piano as well. What um, I play a little Evanescence. I can play that song, My Immortal. I can play um, Coldplay. I can play a few Coldplay songs. And I can play uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. But that's as far as I can get with it. But, you know, I'm, I'm still I'm still learning, man. That That's awesome. And I also see that you are a big YouTube guy. You post YouTube videos. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I consistently forget about the real K-Wood on YouTube because <laughs> it's rather new. It's a new uh, fledgling that I'm uh, creating. But um, I'm just making obscure videos of different things that have happened. Like I have a, a video of this one day when I tried to go vote and couldn't because, well, watch it and you'll see. Um, and then uh, the State Fair of Texas happened and um, I made a video about that because the State Fair is awesome and a lot of the rest of America doesn't know about the State Fair of Texas, and they never will unless someone tells them. So you have to go watch the video because it's really cool. It's funny. Um, and But I'm trying to make a bunch of different videos of things that just happen, kind of like a, a diary. Not necessarily like everybody else that makes like posts about things that are actually happening. No, these events don't necessarily have to be current. They just have to be current to me. So um, I'm going to try and post a little bit more. But uh, as of late, I've been kind of slacking. Just because, I mean, you know, the end of the year is hard. You right. like, spend money. It is. It is. Because we, we have Christmas, and then um, your birthday is January the 9th, so you have the birthday right after Christmas, just like I do. My birthday's the 20th. So since your birthday is right after Christmas, I have to ask you, because I did a whole episode on birthdays. Like, did you... Uh, ever on Christmas, did you ever get doubled up on gifts where your family like, uh, oh, this is your birthday and your Christmas gift because, you know, your birthday so... And you always felt like a little gypped. I mean, I don't know if it was just me, but did you ever feel that way? Yes, actually. There was, it's not necessarily like that. It used to be like, you need to choose which one you want to get gifts for. Yes. Like when I was younger, because the gifts were cheap, you know, I just want action figures and things. It right. wasn't that much a problem because I could get, like, you know, half of things on Christmas and half of things on my birthday. But then when I started getting older and asking for, you know, like, games that cost over $100 and, like, you know, nice clothes, they were like, okay, well, you need to figure out which one you want this for. Do you want it for Christmas or your birthday? And most <laughs> of the time I would choose Christmas because it was sooner. Right. But um, <laughs> there were a couple of times where I was like, no, I want it for my birthday. I want a whole bunch of stuff on my birthday, and you can just give me clothes on Christmas. That's cool. I don't really need much yeah. <laughs> no. I, I kind of hated it because sometimes my family would give me, like, not my immediate family, but my extended family. They would be like, oh, yeah, also happy birthday because your birthday is coming up. So that gift is for both. 
Yes. I hated that. I hated man. That was that was one of my biggest pet peeves. But you said you wanted action figures. For me, it was a board game. Like if you could get me like Clue or Monopoly or the Game of Life or Trouble or something like that, that made me happy. Like as a kid. Interesting. I used to, I used to have all of those board games, but not because I wanted them. Just because somebody gave them to me. Like, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, okay, great, that board game. All right, let's play it. Oh, I was a I was a huge board games person, man. I, I was I was huge at it, but. Um, I posted some uh, comments on uh, on Facebook for people to ask for fans out there to ask questions, and a few of your fans have sent in some questions for me to ask you. So some of these are very silly, some of them, some of them are very random. So I'm just going to okay. pick a few, and you answer them at your best ability, whatever you want to answer. <laughs> uh, okay, that's uh, so weird. You said fans. Yeah, yeah, you have fans, man. Don't be, don't right. be so, um, don't be so modest. Uh, okay, question number one. This comes from a girl named Kelly here in Kentucky. She asks, um, "Hey Kelly, yes, Kelly asks, are you a night owl or are you a morning person?" Oh God, I hate the sunlight. I am a night owl. Like I come alive after six p.m. And I'll probably be up tonight until, like, 4, because that's generally how late I'm up. And if I go to bed early, I feel weird, like I'm missing something, even though from between 10.30 and 3 in the morning, I'm doing nothing but watching TV, perhaps playing video games. Either way, I prefer to just be up at night. I really wish I could have, like, a night job, so that way I could just be up, like, on the radio, being, like, a DJ or something, talking to all the people out there in Radio Land about whatever nonsense happens at night. But, um, no, I hate the morning. If I have to get up, like, any time before 10 o'clock, I'm upset and angry and grumbling. Heather from Louisville asks, what side of the bed do you sleep on? Oh, well, um, Heather, I have a twin bed, um, (laughs) that I sleep on, so I sleep on all sides of the bed. I don't really have, like, a Man, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? Let me ask you. What are you doing with a twin bed? Like I hate those things. Like I had a twin bed all throughout uh, college. I had a twin bed like the first couple years after college. But you know, I, as soon as I could buy me at least a full size bed, I got like, how do you stand sleeping on a twin bed, Kevin? How do, how do you do that? Well, it's not anything that I chose per se. Um, I moved back home with my parents, and the only room that we have available is my old bedroom from my childhood yeah. and my bunk bed from when I was like six to age 17 is the bed that I'm sleeping on. So, I mean, I hated it for like six months, but now I'm used to it because I mean, nobody else sleeps in the bed with me, so I'm cool. <laughs> I, see, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, man. So, who is your celebrity crush? That comes that comes from Jay. He wanted to know that from Lexington. So Jay wants to know what your favorite, who your celebrity crush is. Um, Jay from Lexington. I don't have a um, celebrity crush, and I mean, if I did, I wouldn't tell anybody because it's a crush. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. And you know, you could be walking on the red carpet one day after your new movie comes out. And they're going to come up to you and be like, Kevin, I heard you on Adam Banks' is Off the Cuff, man. No, that would be the most. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then I might get railroaded by whomever they're with, thinking that I'm trying to push up on them. And I'm not. I mean, you know, I just 
like the way that they look on TV. But no, I don't really have a celebrity crush, mostly because I'm a practical person. I know that I'm not ever going to be able to meet these people. And if I do, we're not going to be together. Uh, <laughs> you never know, man. I've seen some some crazy things, especially happen in Hollywood. I mean, anything can happen out there. So, uh, another question: Are you actually? No, I'm not going to ask that. Um, <laughs> not going to ask that. <laughs> some of these are just so silly. But let's see. Uh, what is your favorite childhood memory? Um, ooh. Oh, okay. My favorite childhood memory. It's something that nobody would probably ever think. But when um, me and my little sister, my dad, my mom, we went to the Bahamas on the Disney cruise ship. Ooh. Yeah. And it was really fun. I had a really good time. Um, it was like, oh, we only gone for like four days on the on the water. But um, they had like this little teen area where you could go and be without your parents. And all of us teenagers were in there playing like board games and like things like Jenga and stuff. And they had like video games, you know, back when the Sega Dreamcast was still a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, they had like old PlayStations and Dreamcasts and stuff where you could play video games and things. And then they had like different things for us to do each night, like where it was almost like we were in a club, quote unquote. Wow. Um, but that was my favorite childhood thing. When I went on vacation to the Bahamas with my family on the Disney cruise ship of all things. Uh, I, man, it sounds like you're a family oriented person, though. It really does. Oh, well, thank you. Um, actually, I mean, it's not because I really want to be, it's just that we have a small family. So um, we kind of have no choice but to be around each other. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you're living in Dallas, Texas, man. Are you. Uh, I know uh, Texas is a state that has a lot of sports teams, man. They have. Um, especially being from Dallas. America's team. Yes. The Dallas Cowboys. Go on ahead and say it. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, the Dallas Cowboys. Are you a Cowboys fan? Um, <laughs> I actually don't really even watch football, but um, I am a Cowboys fan. It's by fan, not fan. You mean that I like to just sit and trash talk about everybody else's team except for the Cowboys. Um, so I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan because I live here, um, and I like the Mavericks because they never seem to win anything. <laughs> and I'm always a fan of the underdog. Um, but no, I don't really even I don't really even watch sports. The only sport that I actually really get into is track and field. Gotcha. So you're you're a runner. Yeah, I used to run in high school. I ran the hurdle, but I wasn't really um I wasn't really fast. Um, I was medium fast, so I always would come in a a, a cool fifth or fourth place. Um, which is why I quit. But I like watching it. <laughs> Dude, you're hilarious. But uh, that's that's pretty much the fan questions that we have for you. And uh, oh, okay. I want to remind everybody to, if you want to keep in touch with what Kevin is doing, you can follow him on Twitter at the real K Woods. That's T H A, not T H E T H A. Real K Woods, that's Twitter, and you can also go to his SoundCloud and listen to some of his beats. And this oh, yes, my SoundCloud. You'll have to search for the Brass Crew. That's T H A B R A Z Z K R U. Man, I am just really bad at spelling, apparently. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's how you'll be able to find it. Yeah, and. No, no, it's T H E Brass Crew. The regular the. Brass with two Z's, crew with a K and an R and a U. Okay, there the, you go. the regular the folks, the regular the for the for the uh, SoundCloud, and then for Twitter it's T H A. But pretty much, if you follow him on Twitter, you're going to be able to uh, keep in touch with a lot of things he do, with Kevin does because he has 
everything posted to his Twitter. That's how I reached out to him. So, Indeed. yes. I'm not on, I'm, a, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not, so don't try to get me there because you'll never hear from me. <laughs> you'll, you'll never. I hope nobody ever tries to book you, man, in a movie through Facebook. That would be terrible because we would miss out on... Well, that's kind of how I ended up being on that 20-year reunion thing was through Facebook, but somebody had to contact my cousin <laughs> to contact me <laughs> and tell me to go on Facebook because I was never on there. He tried to contact me for like three or four months before I actually went on, logged on. So don't look for me on Facebook, look for me on Twitter, at the real page That's where I live. So, basically, I would have a better shot of getting in touch with you than executives in Hollywood, because I actually have your phone number now. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yeah, oh, yeah. I- I'm, his, I'm, his a- I'm his agent. If you want to talk to Kevin, you got to call me, and, you know, <laughs> we'll, work, we'll work something out. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin, man, I want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, speak with speaking with me a little bit. Uh, it won't be too long before you have your own podcast because I know that's in the works and you're going to be uh, doing your podcast pretty soon. And when you do do your podcast, man, I would love for you to come back on the show, sit with us again, and hopefully my co-host will be here And uh, because you're always welcome back with me on Off the Cuff. Oh, well, thanks. Hey, next time you have like an interesting topic that you want to talk about, you can call me because I don't talk about too much of anything, but I always have uh, two cents to put in. So, uh, yeah. Dude, we will start Thank you. We will start collaborating together, man. And if you're ever in Kentucky, we'll even do a YouTube video together. <laughs> oh, totally awesome, yes. I do need to come to Kentucky, though, because y'all have, like, barbecue that I haven't tasted. You do. I like barbecue. You, you so. do, man. You should come to Kentucky around March because... Our basketball team, we're crazy about basketball in this state, and we celebrate like the whole month because we're so daggone good in basketball. So we're going to win the national championship this year. So if you're going to visit Kentucky, March would be the exciting time to do it. Yeah, man, March Madness, like, the, about the middle of March all the way to, like, the 1st of April, any time between that time period, if you could come in mm-hmm. then, dude, I promise you, uh, you you would get a really good Kentucky experience. Okay, I'm going to have to look, look for that. Okay, thank you. Look for that, man. All right, well, Kevin, man, I want to thank you for being on the show, and uh, like I said, you're welcome back anytime, man. Thanks for doing it. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, man, we'll, we'll talk to you later. And, ladies and gentlemen, that was Kevin Woods, Kevin J. Woods from The Little Rascals. How about that guy, ladies and gentlemen? He's one of my, from one of my favorite childhood movies of all time, The Little Rascals, uh, Kevin Woods. He, he played Stymie, and that show is awesome. I'd like to get some more Little Rascals here on the show just to uh, talk to them, see what they're doing. But, other than that... This has been the show. This has been today's episode. I think this is episode number 44. So we're slowly, slowly getting up there to episode 50. Add me on Twitter, Adam underscore underscore Banks. That's two underscores, Adam underscore underscore Banks. Listen to the podcast at www.podcastgarden.com slash off the cuff. Or you can check us out on Facebook. Go to off the cuff or you can add me on Facebook by typing Adam Neil Banks in your search bar. But ladies and gentlemen, really want to thank you for listening. This has been such an exciting time, and uh, I'm really excited with the way the show has been picking up with the special guests that we've been having on. It's been great. But ladies and gentlemen, January 
2015. I'm Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to Off the Cuff.